You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that uh, 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 gives you what you want for 47 episodes worth. <coughs> Coming up in old 50, Scotty. Coming up in the old 50. And How does one celebrate 50? And, and then conversely, how does one celebrate 52? Which wouldn't necessarily be a year because we did some like extra bonus things, I guess. Mm, which but... we are doing today. So, yes, that's a, that's a tricky, that's a tricky pickle. Yeah, it's a, like we're recording episode 48, I guess, technically tonight. So it's, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, thank you all for joining us on Ring Post Radio. I feel like I'm a little low, so I'm going to raise. You are a little low, bro. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. Hey, bro. now. Hey, now. Hey, now. This is what dreams are made of. Um, I am your host, Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is Scotty Edwards. Scotty, uh, I, you, I was told that you were wide awake. Uh, the, 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 the producers told me that you were the most awake you've ever been in your life. Uh, how, just tell me on a scale of one to ten, how do you feel right now? Uh, I don't know. Dead. <laughs> Well then, <laughs> uh, I'm tired. I'm very tired. I did it to myself, so it's okay. But I'm very tired. I watched Stardom. I watched Stardom. I uh, worked yesterday. Um, I'm off today. Yeah, but, um, but I have two hours and thirty minutes total of sleep, and that might be aiming high. So. I'm here because it is now all about Forbidden Door, and I have to do this again later. Mm -hmm. So let's get to it. I think uh, two things. One, uh, if I've learned anything from the great Nick Khan, it's that you don't need to sleep. Um, so you're, I think you're doing, you, you know, you're you're doing the same sort of schedule that Nick Khan does, and we've seen how successful he is. So I think that's no sleep till being Nick Khan. <laughs> Uh, and and then two, you know, if there's ever any more sacrifice of what Scotty does for Ring Post Radio, uh, then then there it is, folks. He's he's willing to not sleep for your enjoyment. Not only not only not only did I say let's do this show, I move we we agreed to move the time a little back so I get extra sleep, and then I said, never mind, we'll just do the normal time. That's that's a fact. <laughs> what, what, what does that say about me? What does that say about my dedication? I think it says that I might care too much. And if that's my problem, then let the ladies know that I care too much. Oh, I that's... care too much. I care too much about my craft. How and nice I am you. exhausted. I am fucking exhausted. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you, brother. Well... I'm enjoy. I'm I'm a slightly hungover, uh, seeing that uh, you know I had a, f a couple frozen margaritas last night. So I'm wow. Uh, Must be nice. 
you're a little hungover. I'm a little sleep deprived and forbidden doors a little hurt. A little bit, just a little bit hurt. But we'll get to, of course, Forbidden Door updates, some ma- more additional matches, and how they all changed. <laughs> some updates. Uh, Stardom fighting the top. Uh, Scotty, like he said, w- woke up early this morning to make sure to watch that. And we, of course, have Money in the Bank this Saturday. Does not feel like Money in the Bank is this Saturday, but alas, it is. And of course, I'm hyped that there is a Saturday pay per view. I appreciate that. I. Yeah. Appreciate that by them. I truly do appreciate WWE switching to a Saturday. But format. also, just remember, I have to work ten to six next Sunday. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> God damn it. Well, we'll be we'll be back. But yay, money in the bank. Something, something, something. I don't know what's uh, happening on that show. Well, we'll get to it. Uh, but of course, we got some news to get to first. Uh, I set you up perfectly to just say, well, money in the bank. And you just said, we'll get to it. We have, we, we've had a typical format of the show for like months now. And it's always the news first. But I still set you up for to absolutely dunk on me by saying, well, money in the bank is on money in the bank. Speaking about money in the bank, Triple H has returned uh, potentially to WWE. Does that, does that work as a transition for you, Scotty? No, that's actually very, it's very, I don't know what that means, the Triple H thing, so. Yeah, so uh, it has been reported that Triple H has made his return to the WWE Performance Center last Wednesday where he spoke of talent. One source said that Triple H told everyone that he was, quote, back. But it was unclear exactly what he meant by that. Could it be back running creative for NXT? Could it just be that, you know, he's back to helping or whatever? Uh, No one really knows. Uh, During Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer talked about Triple H's return and noted more details will be revealed in the days to come. Uh, But it appears the game has gained more power in the company. Once again, this is all coming from WrestlingNews.co. WWE has given more responsibilities to him over time since returning to the office where he has been working full time. So no one really knows what he means by saying he's back. Is it with more power? Yes. He does not seem to have more power now. We'll see what that all means. Scotty, do you have any thoughts about what it means when Triple H says that he is, quote, back? No, I, I think someone t- I think someone said it perfectly on Twitter. We won't know what it means unless Poppy shows up. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I hate how true that is, but it probably is. Uh, you know... <sighs> Dream case scenario, dream is that NXT comes back too. Um, not and I don't even I don't need the indie super indie NXT. That's never gonna happen again. Just give me like when the network came around, mm-hmm. NXT where you had a little bit of mix of indie and you know the 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 uh, the the athletes because I think that's what would be best for NXT. Uh, also, if it involves me not having to see some stupid gimmick ever again or Brooks and Jensen or something of the sorts that just is really bad that I, I don't, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I don't know what's going on in that show. I think I, this is going to sound sad, but I think the last time I dropped in on NXT TV shows, I watched Tiffany Stratton versus Roxy. So can't say I'm dropping in for uh, necessary viewing, but that was the finals of the tournament. 
so eat me. Um, <laughs> what does it mean? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's impossible to it's possible to gauge anything or what that means. I mean, look, like you said, uh, I think you know if he's back in NXT creative. Yes. Let's let's just say that I don't think they're going to revert to NXT one fully. Maybe some sort of amalgamation of one and two. I don't really know. Maybe like I don't think we'll see Poppy on screen like by herself. I think at the very best we'll get a duet between Ollie J and Poppy. So Ugh. I think that's that's the goal idea. You know that kind Ugh. of hit song, the hit track coming in live at ninety seven point two, the swim. Maybe maybe best case scenario is we get Flow Ride on there, because he's ready to because he's ready to go. No wait, yeah, he's ready to go. That is Flow Ride. I thought it was Pit Boy for a second. Pit Boy, Pit Boy, Pit Boy, (laughs) Pit Boy. boy. Uh, I I do want to make a point. Um, I think they're doing Braun Breaker versus Cameron Grimes, and obviously, I think that was the plan before Triple H walked in and said, "I'm back." But that does give me hope. If, the, if we're booking that match, it's like, oh, well, maybe someone has a brain. I don't have to see Joe Gacy, so that's a win. Well, that would that would have been on Tuesday, and Triple H reportedly said, I'm back on Wednesday. Whether or not he actually got power before then is the question, I guess. Uh, but I guess, realistically speaking, we will have maybe inklings of an idea this upcoming Tuesday for NXT. Is this one recorded? Uh no. The past few have been the last okay. last week's was recorded as well. So that is also okay. a good point. So I don't know why they were recorded. Uh, they did like some fan appreciation show and they just recorded two episodes. Oh, interesting. Um I wonder if well, I wonder if fan appreciation was a gimmick and uh and that they were they don't actually appreciate them and and maybe a new executive part of the creative team had to come in and so they just wanted to give them a week off to sort of settle in just come up with ideas maybe that was the idea i don't know the whole thing is interesting and it also definitely ties into i think the vince mcmahon stephanie sort of hierarchy power change a little bit too because the other news that came out last week as well was that uh, details on who made the decision to make Stephanie McMahon the interim CEO of WWE. That's right. She is the interim CEO and chairwoman. But the latest Wrestling Observer reported that a, quote, special committee put Stephanie in her new role with the company. The committee includes the eight members of the board of directors that are also investigating Vince. These eight members of the board are everyone on the board except for uh, Stephanie herself, Triple H, her husband, Vince McMahon, her father, and Nick Khan. So pretty much everyone else on the board besides those four people put Stephanie McMahon as the interim CEO and chairwoman. It was not a Vince decision at all. It was the board's. Uh, So that is very interesting. Uh, The Wrestling Observer also goes on to note that those who attempted to bury Stephanie when she was on hiatus, none of them were on the committee, but from elsewhere in the company. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, gets juicier. Um, it's well, unbelievable. <laughs> I, I said this last week, but if Vince does get like fucked, canned, something in the end, uh, which I again pumping the brakes on that idea, I do think there's a possibility Stephanie gets that job for good because everyone likes her. 
except for like the four people that leaked she was bad at her job which they probably worked under her honestly it's very interesting because uh, in the same breath of like dave reporting that if i if i remember correctly there was a report saying that vince was the one that put out the report that he was burying her and dave was the one adamantly against that saying no mm. it wasn't vince mcmahon so putting it all together to me it's dave Meltzer is saying that uh someone released the thing but it wasn't vince and the board members so if it's someone on the board it would either be stephanie herself which would be stupid triple h which would be insane and in no way that's gonna happen uh, triple h or Nick Khan, <laughs> or mm. you know, or someone else like, uh, like, um, you know, what's his face, uh, Bruce Pritchard or John Laurinaitis. Fuck or, Bruce Pritchard. You know, John Laurinaitis. Fuck or Johnny Ace. So it is like which uh, those case, Bruce Pritchard and Johnny Ace, those are guys that are one hundred percent part of Vince's crony crew. So crony crew. It's all very interesting how this is shaking out. I have to say, so, I am the crony crew. Do you have any thoughts on on this special committee? And also, just kind of have a loosely tie it together. Do you think this Triple H news is part of like he's he's coming back into power, uh, seemingly the same week as Stephanie McMahon is the interim CEO and chairwoman? Do you think? It's, think do you so. think it's coincidence or no? No, not a coincidence. Come on, come on. There's got to be something there. That that man got his entire NXT taken away. And the moment his wife's in interim power, he's back. Come on. Come on. You you want me to think that's a coincidence? Uh, but if that is the case, Triple H is fully back in power of NXT. Give Stephanie the keys to the kingdom, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Triple H does need to make changes to that promotion, obviously. I mean, he lost all of his people, too, so that doesn't help. But... I don't know. I uh, I like where this is going. I'll say that. I like where Vince being a scumbag is going. It's it's working out for his company in the end because it might be more entertaining somehow. Yeah, it's very interesting with Triple H. Uh, you know, there's also the idea that, you know, there's the news that Bruce Pritchard is uh, now the head of talent relations because Johnny Ace is taking a leave of absence. Uh, not Vince, just Johnny Ace. Uh, Come back. So there's the idea that maybe Triple H took NXT power or whatever because Bruce Pritchard can no longer is like you know has more things on his plate, so they're dumping off stuff on the Triple H. You know, if that's also the case, like you said, eh, fine by me, I guess. Uh, you know, mm. not good for like main roster stuff for that stuff, but it's going to make NXT potentially way better, and. You know, it, and like you said, yeah, it does, he doesn't have his people. He doesn't have the Undisputed Era, per se, but he still has remnants of that in Roger Strong. <laughs> but listen, by the looks of social media, that might be a good thing <laughs> that That's, he doesn't have them That might anymore, be true. Because people are upset that AEW has them in a sense that they're not upset that they're not in NXT anymore. They're upset that they are exactly the same. But also at the same time, I was going to say is that you know, NXT didn't start with a run of indie wrestlers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the only indie wrestler that was there at the start was probably like Cassius Ono. Uh, Seth, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins as well. Uh, Moxley, you know, indie wrestler as well. I they guess. had a handful, which they have. They had a handful. They have it, which, they, like you said, they have now. 
but they had a lot of no name wrestlers, no name, you know, no name wrestlers in the sense of like people that were not known on unknown people in the wrestling scene. Uh, They had a bunch of people that were just learning how to wrestle. And that's kind of what they have now. If you kind of take it as a FCW into NXT thing, you know, Triple H did do a good job with that, too, when he was controlling that stuff. So I don't see why not to do all this stuff. One, yeah. of the, one of the reasons they got all the indie wrestlers is because they were going touring and they needed names to sell tickets for tours. They're just doing, doing the Largo loop. I mean, who cares? It's WWE fans. Yeah. They're going to go to the shows no matter what. Yeah, and th- that loop is, I think, a lot of fun for wrestling fans because it gives everyone everyone down there a chance to try new things and learn. That's what those shows are for. Um, like I know if I were down there, I'd probably consider going to one because I think it would be different for because you're not seeing all the bullshit like angles that NXT has nowadays. You're just seeing them probably wrestle, which is a good thing. Uh, we'll 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 see. I mean, it's a story, but it's also not a story yet because we don't have answers besides him saying I'm back. Um, it's interesting though, fun to follow. I want I just want Eric Bischoff to. Oh, sorry, damn it, I ruined my joke. Okay, uh, uh, the joke was uh, I just want Triple H to come out to Eric Bischoff's theme. He's like, I'm back. Better than ever. Damn back. Something a sweater. I don't know. Um, making things better. Well, you can't rhyme better with better. What kind of what kind of show well, is think, this? I think, I think, I don't know. Who cares? Anyways, uh, on the other side of the world, uh, some fun news coming out of New, J- New Japan uh, on the uh, New Japan road after Taiji Shimori successfully retained his uh, IGW- IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Kushida showed up in New Japan Pro Wrestling two months after departing from WWE. He announced that he has signed an NJPW contract and promised to spend the rest of his pro wrestling life in a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring. Um, so that's right. Kushida comes out. Comes out in Corican. I'm back. Better than ever. Um, so yeah. he Kushida has returned to New Japan. It looks like he's staying in the junior division. It looks like. Not, you know, turning the Bullet Club. Not going heavyweight. Good, I mean, I guess remains to be seen. But right now, it looks like he's going to be challenging Taiji Shimori for the Junior Heavyweight Championship at an upcoming show. Uh, this is great, first off. Kushida's um, awesome. Happy Kushida's back where he belongs, truthfully. It's not that... You know, the NXT fit was just him trying something new. He didn't get to go to Heavyweight New Japan. He got bored. Wanted to try something. He had some great matches in NXT. Overall, his run was a disappointment, though. Now he's back. He gets the loudest pop of the COVID era for New Japan. I don't hear otherwise. That was the loudest pop. People were so happy when that damn song started and the video was playing. Um, He, I think people aren't like, I think if you follow enough Puro fans, you know, but on the outer scale of just like diehard New Japan fans, this is very big. This is the return of their junior ace. This is the return of the guy that was pretty much Liger's replacement in yeah. that division. Yeah. Like he is, he's now back. 
Um, he's still in his prime. It's not like, you know, he's coming back, you know, 45 years old out of it. No, yeah. he still has probably five or six great years left. Um, Would he say he's back better than ever? I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen him wrestle yet. So I, I can't tell you if he's better than ever. He was really good when he left. So it's hard to say he's better than ever. Um, but it's a jolt the junior division needs, obviously. I do think heavyweight comes, but you have to remember they probably do have their they probably do have their plans set through Wrestle Kingdom, honestly, at least heavyweight wise. And maybe they want to naturally work him up into that. I think that would work. Maybe you have him have one more uh, IWGP junior title reign, get a couple big matches for him against Ishimori, Hiromu, I don't know, some other guy. Mm-hmm. This, this, uh, there's other people. El Desperado probably, because that's originally what was getting teased. Ishimori versus Desperado. And then Kushida walked out. So, you know, you got some big matches there. Um you also have all the, uh, you know, outside Japanese talent. Right, um, which automatically is a new new wave for him. Uh, he did know, I thought this was very interesting, that he's going to be living in L.A., Los Angeles, and he'll be helping with L- L.A. Dojo. So he will, him and Shibata will be teaching the L.A. Dojo wrestlers moving forward. Not bad. Not a, not a bad crew to be uh, teaching your future. So you're saying um, Ren Narita is going to be even better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a little concerning, actually. Render is going to be better. Uh, Yuya will be better. Carl Fredericks probably won't. Um, don't even know if he's allowed in the LA Dojo anymore at this point. Uh, you know, that's a situation I don't really want to touch, but I had to bring it up. Uh, but really exciting. I, I'm really happy because she's back. I think we all knew once he left, uh, left, the, uh, left the NXT. That's where he left that there was only one place he was going to go. Yeah. Um, I do hope he gets a heavyweight run. I feel like it, it is something he's earned. I know he's small, but who gives a crap? He's Kushida. Um, even if it's just like one G1 run next year. I mean, Liger had one. Mm-hmm. Liger was the ace of the junior division forever. So. I mean, El Fantasma was having one this year, whether or not he's moving the heavyweight or not. Well, to be fair, El Fantasma is a bigger dude than... Yeah. Yes. Just just saying that as a junior, Osprey did the same technically when he was a junior. Yeah. So it's possible. I mean, the Young Bucks went from junior to heavyweight, um, tag team wise in New Japan. So I say go for it. He doesn't need to be IWGP World Champion, but you could give him a nice little U.S. title reign since he's going to be located in the U.S. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. He could drop in on those strong shows. He said he wanted to be part of that too. So I think, obviously, Kushida being back is a win. But I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do because he's fresh, right? He's very fresh as a wrestler. It's not like he was going through a grueling couple years. He had, you know, a few programs, a small little cruiserweight title reign that had some good matches in it. Otherwise, just nothing. So welcome back, Kushida. Unfortunately, that's sort of just... You know, Kushida left New Japan and entered NXT at just a poor time. It was just really poor timing. If he was able to leave like a year earlier, two years earlier, then he would have been more involved in NXT, had a yeah. probably way more solid run. Um, probably had a bigger title reign in there. Yeah. It, it's just 
what it is, you know, he probably would have maybe been in the North American title division, maybe would have held the title or something. I don't know, but I think so. I, I mean, even then, like, you know, in NXT was, I mean, probably gonna be a ceiling. He could have moved up to the main roster, but he's going to be a Kira Tozawa 2.0 sort of thing. I mean, let's be yeah. honest. Um, um, he, you know, such a shame to say, because we all know how good, Kushida is, and the same can go for Tazawa, who's been doing that shtick now for ever. Yeah, um, so yeah for two he years. He had a ceiling even if he went there earlier. Yeah, so you know he could have done more in NXT, I guess, but ultimately it's he was going to have a ceiling no matter what, and that's kind of the weirdly the story of Kushida is always having a ceiling just because of his height, because of his weight, because of whatever. Uh, he's despite his great technical skill, he's just always going to have that ceiling, which is kind of upsetting because he's a really good wrestler. Um, that being said, coming out back in New Japan, the junior division hasn't like rapidly changed since he was gone. I mean, to be fair, there was a pandemic that stalled a lot of New Japan for two years, three years or whatever. Um, but there are new faces. You know, you got a Clark Connors in there. You have all those L.A. Dojo guys. No, no. Clark Connors can no longer be in the junior division after what he did. With Ichi. That might be can't, true. Can't go back. That might be true. <laughs> uh, he beat Hanma, Comple- which he beat Hanma, who is a heavyweight. So, you know. Completely different man now. That might be true. Um, but if they want to keep him in there, then you got Clark Connors. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got an even better Robbie Eagles. You got, an, I would say, maybe an even better El Phantasmo. Uh, you'll have Ren Narita soon enough. You'll have Ren Narita. You know, you can bring Ren Narita in with Kushida as part of a uh, maybe a uh, the you know the junior tag tournament. And that could be fun. Um, cool. You know, th- there's options. And like you said, if Ren, Ren Narita's ready, then move him over. Then he can feud he's with ready. Kushida or something. <laughs> that uh, man is ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's real good. Um, yeah, no, but it, I think they, you know, it's not a completely revigorated. Uh, uh, no. section of the roster but it's uh Kushida helps Kushida helps it brings yeah. back eyes to New Japan as well because hey Kushida so I mean I'm not disappointed Desperado a lot better that's true. Desperado than when he was there so that's an that's very true match. uh Ishimori seems to have figured out his shit again so that's nice maybe uh, he can carrying dead maybe because he's done carrying dead weight maybe... I, I'm just saying I'm just saying I don't, I don't know maybe he uh, can Ace Austin's there Oh, Ace Austin versus Kushida would Austin be good. Austin would be cool. He can reinvigorate uh, Hiromu, who was sort of a, a rival at one point. Sort of a rival. <laughs> they they had a big rivalry. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of outside talents now, too. I think that could be at play. I think AEW talent could be dipping in a little more in the future. Um, yeah. Junior-wise, maybe. We'll see. Um, Alex Zane is someone, I guess, as well as a junior. Alex Zane is around. He's actually coming back, I think, soon. Yeah. I did see that uh, Clark Connors is teaming with, is it the DKC and someone else going over there? Alex Coughlin and the DKC. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Report Reports saying that that was going to be Carl Fedricks instead of the DKC. Don't know what's happening that's, there. I, I, can tell, I can tell you what's happening there. It ain't happening. That's yeah. what's happening. Yeah. Uh, that's good for the DKC though. Uh, he just got crushed by Hook on Rampage, mm-hmm. and he's getting <laughs> a, he's about to get a Forbidden Door payday too. So that's a yeah, that's, that's the way that that's the way to do it, baby. DKC. Take advantage. He probably wasn't supposed to be on Forbidden Door either. 
Yeah. Oh man. Oh, uh, probably. Oh, Kevin Knight's there too. So maybe, maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe with Carl Fredericks. I don't Kevin know. You Mr. Donkey Kong Country himself. He's a great. Is Ren Narita not in that match? Uh, I don't believe so. We don't. We don't want to talk about it right now because I have it pulled up. Yeah, uh, let's get ready to scissor me, daddy ass. Forbidden door. We previewed it last week. The majority of it, but I'm doing it. Oh God, I don't like the sound. <laughs> like the sound. Oh. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so oh, sorry. Do you want me to pour water on it? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna get flagged for something. Whoa! Uh, hey now! Hey now! Whoa! Hey. Uh, so Forbidden Door, we previewed it last week, but obviously there are more matches, and not That's just more matches. Part, huh? Yeah, not not just more matches, but uh, probably like every single match has changed in some capacity, probably. So we'll get to it. It's been a hell of a show. I mean. I'm sort of sick of calling the show cursed. Uh, everyone's everyone's just calling mm. it cursed. We get it. It's injuries. I'm in I'm in the boat of like, yeah, could this show have been better? Sure. But like 20, 25 people are out of this show and can't wrestle. What do you I'm... want us to do? Could you cut? I, I, you know, I've seen the claim like, you know, could you make a better card even with the people they have? Maybe. But, well, you know, I'm happy with what I got. Okay, I got many takes. Yeah, I got many takes. Saving these all week. I'm awake now, bitches. You're in trouble. You're in trouble. Uh, I got some complaints. Go for it. One. One. I don't know why every single person on my feed had a tweet, oh, my God, this pay-per-view is actually cursed. All at the same time. I understand Hiromu being out. It's like, oh, my God, something else happened. But I get it. I get it. I get it. They're not having good luck with this one. But guess what? They're going to do it again next year when everyone's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's You just know it's going to happen, and it'll probably be better. But that being said, this pay-per-view looks like the bomb from top to bottom. There's a lot of fun matchups, a lot of first-time matchups. I don't want to hear, oh, my God, why did you replace Tomohiro Ishii with Clark Connors? They did a tournament for a reason and he was second in the tournament yeah that's the whole point oh why did you put naito what what do you like he has an eye he has an eye injury and he has a g1 climax coming up a g1 climax that he's the favorite to win not mind you like can you just and he probably doesn't really care about coming here and you know it's my favorite part i had this discussion with alex it would have been amazing if they added him to the show, and that motherfucker showed up with the T-shirt. I would have been so happy because all they would have complained about was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Naito's not trying. What do you want him to do? He has bigger fish to fry. He has no knees, no knees. He's got a G1 that he has to wrestle where he's going to put on how many? Seven matches? Yep. Seven? Seven six, matches plus a potential six, semifinal. Six matches? Plus no, six final. matches. Seven matches? Six matches? I don't know. Seven people in a block. Seven people in a block. Okay, plus a potential semifinal, plus a potential final. You get the point. Take what you're getting. Yes, we could have had Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Guess what? We're not having it anymore. So get over it. It'll happen. I promise you it'll happen because they they teased it. They want Everyone wants it to happen. They had Brian Danielson out there, and Zack Sabre Jr. came out called him a little bitch or something it's gonna happen it's just not gonna happen on this show and that's okay mm-hmm. and you have more feature spot 
on a future show, whether that be here in Japan, not here in Japan, I don't live in Japan, whether that be in Japan or here in the United States, doesn't really matter. All these matches that were going to happen will happen. You know why? Because that's how Tony Khan works. Gato will be fine with it. He doesn't give a shit if Hiroshi Tanashi loses to CM Punk. Like these, these are the things. He does, there's a reason Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson was happening, and not Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. I promise you that. So for me, I'm happy with the card at hand. I'm very happy with the card at hand. I'm very excited for the show. I understand why some people may not be. I get it because there's a lot of injuries. A lot of their favorites are gone. A lot of my favorites are gone. But guess what? We have one stellar card here and it should be one stellar night in the biggest arena in the united states it's going to be lively it's going to be a great atmosphere there's probably going to well there's definitely going to be at least one surprise but there's probably going to be a few toriano's in the in the states baby be excited toriano's here that's an i'm just kidding on that one um but you have an iwgp world title match between you know four of the most popular wrestlers in the world, I don't care what people say about Adam Cole; he's still popular. And you don't have to see a full Adam Cole match; he's just going to sprinkle his stuff in between Kazuchika Okada, Hangman Page, and Jay White. There's a lot to like here. I'm very excited. And by the way, your main event, yeah, they're going to show up. They're going to do it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's um. You know, injuries be damned. Yeah, there's a shit ton, but uh, it is what it is. You know, I'm not gonna be upset. Of, I'm not gonna be upset about a number of injuries. It sucks. Um, I also like it's the whole thing of like when you have a dream card, and it's very much dream. These sort of interpromotional cards are different in Japan than America. But America, when you put together a dream card, impossible to hit any sort of expectation whatsoever. Right? Yeah. Uh, because it's a dream card and it's all individual of how these things are together. A normal pay-per-view, you get the idea. Yeah, a normal pay-per-view, you get the idea of what the matches will be and you're excited for them because there's been building and whatnot. This is a dream card. You know, should there have been more building? Maybe. But ultimately, it's fine because I'm just here. I'm happy. I don't think every match needs a build because I'm happy to just see people go out there and have a great match. The right. most important match has the most natural build. Yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> in a weird way, like almost a year or two of build. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you have a maybe the best buy-in match possible, like that AEW's ever had on one of their shows. You're talking about you're talking are. about Max Caster and the the Gun Club, right? Of that course, one. of course, of course. Not totally not the Keith Lee Swerve versus Kanemaru and Desperado. No, of course. Uh, you got. You got the, the, the try hard against the guy who doesn't try. Mm-hmm. Someone pointed that story out on Twitter. I was like, yeah, that's brilliant. Yep. People are going to be surprised at how good that match is, I think. Yeah. You got you got a trios match that's better now due to certain reasons. But I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second. Um you're gonna have Shingo and Sting teaming. Like, come on. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Fun. That's just fun. Like these these are the moments that we're here for. So yeah, let's talk about the many, many changes. Um yeah, we we should probably just repeat preview the card. That's that. what I'm that's what I got in front of me. So of <laughs> okay. course we got some buy-in matches now. Um uh we have Max Caster and the Gun Club, Austin Billy and Colton versus Alex Coglin, Kevin Knight, the DKC, and Yuya Iwamura. 
Um, we also have the tag team match of Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi versus The Factory, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. A match that makes sense because The Factory have been on strong. The Factory have been on strong. They've been feuding with the LA Dojo, and now we're bringing in Goto and Yoshihashi. Uh, so that's I'm fun. down for Goto beating QT Marshall's ass. Yeah, why not? Uh, and then uh, Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus El Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. So thoughts on those buy-in matches? That last one has a chance to be special. It does. Yeah. If you give them... That's a pay-per-view, 10, that's a pay-per-view seller right there, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think that's the match, though, you can look at and be like, why weren't these guys in a bigger match? Mm-hmm. right like you can look at multiple you can say like why aren't you doing desperado versus darby allen or why aren't you just putting swerve against osprey or something like that right but i don't care i don't care i'm getting this match getting a bunch of other cool matches it, it's 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 i i expected a new japan noah card yeah. of all tags so what we're getting is already better than that for me. And you're getting the likes of a Shingo Takagi. Sure. Should, would it have been nice to have him on TV and build? Yeah, maybe, whatever. But I, I don't I, can I Can I talk about that first? I don't like these builds. Uh, so tag matches. Yeah, I don't think tag matches, random ass six man, eight man need t- builds. I mean, what are we do? What are we talking about here? Uh, and also, in a weird way, half of the people are Evan feuding and building against each other. So who cares, right? Yeah. D- Darby, Sting, Kyle Riley, Young Bucks, you know, they've all kind of been building and feuding. Uh, Tony Khan being like, yeah, I would have actually wanted all these people to come in like every week to build storylines and stuff like that. Just trying to make like the Internet happy. Boy, that doesn't make any sense. They're running show. They They're not your roster members. They're running, sh- yeah, of course that would be nice. But they're running shows in New, New Japan. They got shows to Including build. The second biggest show of the year. They had Dominion like two you weeks got ago. Jay White days after that. Get over. Yeah, yeah. You because he's because he was also like an American wrestler. You also got visas and stuff to work out to get all these guys over here. They're running their own shows in Japan because they have money to make. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I really wanted them. I really wanted them to be here every week. Yeah, I do too, but it's not happening. Can we Can we, Can we? we quit it? Can we stop it? Really, the internet, please. Can we stop like having unrealistic expectations and be like, yeah, why aren't they building these shows anymore? It's because they have a, they're two different promotions who have two different have multiple events happening at different times. You can't get That's- everybody in. That's why the Okada stuff has been like the funniest. They're like, oh, well, his wife's pregnant. I was like, oh, so you're telling me he didn't want to spend a whole month away from his pregnant wife to be on three episodes of Dynamite? What? What? Are and, you kidding me? And also not wrestle in just Japan. <laughs> just Right. Like, oh, uh, and, and you got the pop. Yeah. I had the pop. The coin, the coin drops. The, world, the crowd goes nuts. We all go nuts. It was perfect. That man like does this like little speed walk, trying to avoid like banging into things, and then he just points at the sign. Jr. sells him off as the guy. Yep. He says this is the best wrestler in the world. Essentially, by the way, big credit to Jr. for selling Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada to those who may not know them. 
as the best of the best. I, I do appreciate that. JR did do some good uh, building just by saying those simple things. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I understand people wanted these, you know, these guys to be on AEW television all week. But when you're running shows in Japan, as recent as this week, a day before Dynamite, <laughs> you kind of just have to accept that, guess what? This is how it's going to go. And if you want another dream show, just be prepared for it to be the same because New Japan doesn't stop. They don't just take off. They don't take an off. Season. They don't take a month off to go to to wrestle in America or whatever. If you want to do an, if you want to do another Forbidden Door when they're less busy, you got to do it before Wrestle Kingdom and in that little dead period after the G One. That's your best shot. Mm-hmm. And they're still running World Tag League then, so yeah. it's like, yeah, good luck. Good luck making that work. Yeah. Um. Obviously, World Tag League doesn't take up you know the biggest stars, so you can make that work. Mm-hmm. But that's my point here. Like, just enjoy the wrestling. Like, for one time in your life, just enjoy the professional wrestling that we're about to see. It's going to be a good show. Yes, there have been a lot of injuries. Yes, I get it. We can call it curse, whatever you want to call it. I don't give a shit. You can call it whatever you want. But guess what? There's still a lot of talent here. I think the bigger topic point is talking about the AEW style and how injuries are adding up for them more than booking on the New Japan side. Yeah, You can't run once a week <laughs> for some wrestlers and expect them not to get hurt. There's something about taking bumps consistently, but also... The AEW style is let's put on pay-per-view matches every week. Yeah. Right? Like we're not taking they're not always take or they're not wrestling for weeks. You know, you have your, you know, Pentas and Phoenix and Swerve and all these guys that work multiple companies, you know, yeah. throughout the month. So they're always going. And you know, those those three happen to be healthy, just saying. Um, but then you have guys that are wrestling once a day, one, once a one day per month at times, because they're not wrestling every show. And I'm sorry, wrestling on dark is barely wrestling. Okay. Like that's barely wrestling unless it's for your lower talent. So I think there is a topic there that we don't have to go through right now, but in the future, possibly because all the injuries are happening on their side. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the bigger issue is the injuries. That that uh, and I'm not going to and if you're mad about the injuries that it's like you know, you have to handle rehandle your expectations about all these things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, it's just a matter of hey, let's maybe 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 get on the road a little more AW in the future. Maybe maybe have a house show on a weekend or something. I don't yeah. know. Just keep your wrestlers moving. You don't have to have everyone wrestle. Like if CM Punk's like, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. This CM is for like Punk's a part. CM Punk's a part timer. Yeah. Lower card, mid card people. Um, part timer. I mean, like he's a big star. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. It's also injuries. It's just. It's just poor. You know. Whatever. Yeah, his injury is a freak injury. So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So the buy-in. Uh. I like the buy-in. I think it's pretty good. You have literally AEW versus New Japan in every single match on the buy-in. Excited. Very excited about Desperado versus Kan and Kanemaru versus Keith Lee and Swerve. That should be real good. I can't wait to see Keith Lee 
throw Desperado and Yoshino around. I think that's going to be very funny. I love that. I'm so happy Desperado's on the show because they did that one thing and they were like, yeah, that's that, that's it. I was like, what? what? You know, This guy came to the U.S. and you didn't give him anything, but they did, which is cool. Um, there was only two more announced uh, matches announced in between our preview last week and this week, I believe. Uh, yes, we had a eight man announced with uh, Fantasmo, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Hikaleo versus the dudes with attitudes, Darby Allen, Shingo Takagi, Sting, and Hiromu. But uh, as of I think what was it yesterday, two days ago. Uh, Hiromu has a fever and is not going to be able to make the event, uh, which is fine. You know, that's COVID maybe. Who the heck knows? Not going to take the risk. So it's turned into a six-man. Hikaleo is just going to be a manager. And so now it's officially Matt and Nick Jackson and El Fantasmo versus Darby, Shingo, and Sting. The, uh, the match got better. Match got better. 100%. <laughs> totally agree. Match got better. <laughs> I feel terrible saying that because, you know, getting sick sucks. Yeah. Um, But the match got better. (laughs) I mean, you're going to get more of the Young Bucks and Shingo Takagi and Sting and Darby. And I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not a big Phantasmo guy, but he's going to go in there and he's going to show off against those three. I mean, also Phantasmo of the Young Bucks, like... Mm -hmm work very well attitude wise yeah. <laughs> you know just like how they wrestle they're gonna mesh I it's think, gonna perfectly. be your pwg uh trios match of the night mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah and not only that but you also got a uh, shingo versus matt nick jackson they got a little history in dragon gate so that's something as well to... and it's shingo so <laughs> and it's shingo <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna destroy somebody and uh, it's sting and it's sting <laughs> I hope uh, Shingo has face paint. That's all I want. I just need that. Oh, face. Shingo could have face paint. I didn't think about that. He's to fit in with the boys. He's got to fit in with the dudes. <laughs> the dudes with attitudes. So we got that match. Uh, we also have announced <laughs> it was planned to be Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson announced that he is not cleared to compete for this event. Uh, he didn't really talk about how, like, what his injury is or how long he's cleared. Just not cleared for this event. So who the heck knows? Maybe when he'll come back. Sounds like a concussion. Maybe. Uh, who the heck knows? Well, that's what was reported, I thought. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he said it wasn't anything, like, too bad, I guess, brain-wise. I don't know. Well, he said he's coming back. So that yeah, was, he's coming back. Sick. So that's all that matters. Um, I'm really stuck. Of I'm really stuck. I'm really sick of these. Like, oh, this you know, Sam Punk and Brian Danielson will address their. At least they didn't say career. Yeah. Right. Like at least we didn't go that far. Yeah, they're just addressing these two shows. Uh, so I, Brian Danielson is not going to be a blood and guts, uh, uh, and he's not going to be a forbidden door, but he's going to have a replacement for both shows, and it's going to be one person. Uh, Brian Danielson said that is not going to disappoint someone who is technically sound. Uh, and Excalibur later noted that is going to be officially a new member of the Blackpool Combat Club. So, Scotty, who is the new member of Blackpool Combat Club? Um, I think it has to be Claudio. <laughs> Otherwise, I think a lot of people are going to be upset. <laughs> yeah, they've all they've all people say Chris Hero, and I was like, I Chris Hero would be fun. 
It'd be fun, but I doubt it. I doubt it too, but that would be fun. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, Johnny Gargano is a big no. He does not fit in the Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, the moment Excalibur said he's the new member of Blackpool Combat Club, I was like, all right, Gargano, no. Unless he's like full on Wolverine, no more like like you know right. he's like the scrappy like ah, but that's kind of Wheeler Yuta in a sense. So yeah. I don't know. It has to be Claudio. I also heard a name floating around that works, but is not as cool as Claudio is uh Tom Lawler, filthy Tom Lawler. I saw that too, though I it wouldn't make sense to me. Why is that? It's New Japan signed. It's new so the argument for that was New Japan signed. He just lost the title, so that's fun. Sure did. Um, and he is, in a sense, after the Defy show with him versus Moxley, Moxley sort of said he is like an honorary member of the Blackpool Combat Club, so you can make him an official member. And he's already in the States, so it's like, yeah, he's in Japan, but he is uh, yeah. he's in the States, so... Yeah. I, I think that that's a fair argument, and it's all very logical, and it would work. But the problem is, is that everyone and their mothers have worked themselves into saying it's Claudio. I am also one of them. I think Claudio would be a good idea. Uh, I want to see him back on my screen. He's not in WWE. Here's 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 what's important. Yeah. Here's what's important. It's not going to (laughs) be Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Sorry, you mean you, you mean why it's it gonna be Bray Wyatt? You mean like, Wyatt Six? Whatever they want to call him. Six, yeah, six, sure. six, six. It's not gonna be him because I don't know if anyone's connecting the dots here. That would make negative sense. They said a technical wrestler. Bray Wyatt couldn't be further from that. Yeah, Bray Wyatt is one hundred percent power wrestler. I, I think it almost has to be Cesaro, right? Yeah, Cesaro, I mean, Cesaro is the best pick. I think that's also a match that would be really good. Tom Lawler would be good, but there is a very different... Claudio, I don't know. There's something missing about Filthy Tom Lawler for me, and I don't, and I can't pinpoint it. Yeah, like no, I'm with you. It, it, he needs the right opponent for me to... Uh, yeah. Like, when he fought Moxley, that was great. Probably the best match I've ever seen him have. I think that's what it is, is that Tom Lawler needed more violence in his in his wrestling. Mm. He was like kind of craziest thing is like he's a former MMA fighter. Yeah, but I think that's it is that like he he backed off on the violence going to be more grappler. But it's like, no, no, you can be a grappler, but you also need to beat the piss out of people. I mean, Zack Sabre Jr. is a grappler that stretches the piss out of people. Stretches the piss. Um, I went through this list of free agents. Mm-hmm. Can you have some possible names for us? Uh, sure. Um, that are technically sound. Sure. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. We'll go that way. All right. Not you. Not you. Not you. Not you. <laughs> not you. Bandito's not technically sound, but he is a free agent. Um, Biff that would Busick. Be fun. Biff Busick. That's a solid Blackpool Comic Club member. Oh, hot damn, I would want that so badly. I think he, he would definitely be a letdown in terms of, like, what people expect, but he's great. Yeah. So, like, it wouldn't affect me. Yeah, everyone's everyone's worked themselves. Yeah, everyone's worked themselves in the Claudio, so I get that. But They're Biff is great. They're also in this weird situation where clearly they need to do Daniel Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. 
So it's almost like this guy needs to lose. I don't know. I was going to say I feel like the guy needs to win just because. Well, it's no, like... he does because they have blood and guts. But at the same time, he also needs to lose. Yeah. Or then, like, what's the point of doing Danielson Saber Jr. if this guy off the street's like, yeah, I beat you? That's completely right. They need a Blackpool Comic Club will get their win at at Blood and Guts. But I was thinking that oh, it's a new guy. You're bringing him in, all this stuff. Maybe he should win. But you're right. I was thinking about that as well. Is that yeah. Zack Saber Jr. needs to win because if he loses, then the whole story of I'm the best technical wrestler in the world, where he lost to some other random scrub. Uh, will immediately go out the window. Zack Sabre Jr. has to win here now, yeah. And Brian, so that he can say, "Oh, I'm the better. I'm the. Be- I beat your guy." You know. Yeah. Uh, Danny Birch. No, that's not happening. Um. So isn't he injured? I have no idea. I think I think Danny Birch is injured. <laughs> Didn't ask. Suzuki's on here. We know I don't know if he's. So I don't know about sure. that. It's fit. But it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Roderick Strong would be a good one if he was a free agent, but he's not. Yeah. He'd be a great one, actually, if he was a free agent. But again, he's not. Um, Johnny Gargano. No. no. Oh, let's <laughs> Some of these names were like, oh, my God. Really? Keji Muto. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't like that name at all. Oh, but he is technically sound, technically. Let's bring him in. Let's bring him in. I don't think you no no, no, I, no. sorry I thought you were talking, talking about Muto. who are you oh, no, no. who are you talking about Marty Skrull oh yeah yeah for now fuck that <laughs> no, 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 no 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 guess it I guess it could work no <laughs> no 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 and the story Red Titus no. yeah boom Red Titus that would be so bad that no would it wouldn't it would be the best thing imaginable bring in no, Red well, Titus what would be the worst thing imaginable is Marty Skrull but that's true that's true. I'm just saying in terms of like a letdown, Red Titus, <laughs> he, would, he would be right there as the letdown. I, I like Red Titus. But, uh, I would be, I would be more excited for Red Titus than I would be for uh, uh, Johnny Gargano. For, former former uh, Diamond Mine uh, person, Tyler Rust. <laughs> yeah. Right, that's it. We're done. We're done. All right. We're it's, done it's, here. It's, it's Claudio. It's Claudio or Chris Hare. It's Claudio. Yeah. Um, or maybe even Tom Waller which I think could logically make sense. Um, the other changes to the card were the AEW All-Atlantic title when it was announced that Tomohiro Ishii has a knee injury, uh, meaning that you kind of talked about earlier, uh, <laughs> saying uh, now that uh, Clark Connors will be wrestling in his place. The fi- Fatal 4-Way is uh, now a Malachi Black, Pac, Miro, and Clark the Connors. disrespect <laughs> Clark Connors this week was red. Ridiculous. I was like, well, I could tell who didn't watch the match. Yeah. Because that man put on a show, put on the best performance of his life. And everyone's like, who's Clark Connors? Why not Naito? Why not Kenta? Why not this guy? Why not that guy? The only people we should be complaining about not being on this show is House of Torture. Those are the people we should be complaining about. That would have been great. They would have been booed out of the building. It would have been amazing. That being said, Clark Connors is going to show out, and he's the fourth man of a fatal four-way. It's going to mesh together very well. You have Pac in there. You have Miro. You have Malachi Black. It's going to be lots of fun. It's going to be. It's not going to be the best fatal four-way of the night, but it's going to be lots of fun. Oh, it should totally be fun. I think it's going to be very good, and I think Clark Connors is going to fit like a glove. 
I think Mira wins, but I'm going to hope Pac wins. Yeah, I think it's really Pac and Mira are my two two big guys here. That means Malachi is winning because we keep saying these things. We said this two weeks in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I thought Connors is actually winning. Card Connors. <laughs> put the title on Card Connors. Why not? Um, yeah, no, it's very interesting. Uh, it's very, very interesting. So no matter what, I mean, you're still getting some solid matches here. Uh, there was also a report from Dave saying that throughout this entire cycle, every singles, every single men's match changed on the main card. The only match that never changed was Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm, which That's I thought. And new! Really? AEW Women's World Champion. Really? You're thinking Tony Storm? I'm confidently thinking Tony Storm. Mm. So that you can have the AEW Women's title holder on the uh, Stardom 5-star? That's... Nope. No, that is that is not the reason I'm confidently thinking mm. Let's ha- let's put the interim title on Tanahashi. Put him into the G one. <laughs> let's put the let's put the women's title on Tony Storm. Put her in the five star. When we have all these injuries, let's get rid of our. Titles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of Stardom, they of course had the show this morning. Stardom fight in the top. Uh, we, we even go over the world title match. We did go over the world that, title match. That wasn't announced last week. Yeah, it was oh the oh you're talking about the no. IW, I, IWGP world the title. world title. Uh, there's an interim and there's the my apologies. Title. I just assumed that it was happening. So yes, the Fatal Four Way was announced properly, and it is going to be Jay White, uh, Kazuchika Okada, Adam Cole, and Hangman Adam Page. Oh, well, I just I literally wanted you to bring this up so I could bring up the thing about Hangman Page. And how Meltzer said that would be interesting. And New Japan fans lost their fucking shit. And I just want to say, I think it is ridiculous to assume that Japanese fans just think Hangman Page hasn't grown since the last time he was in Mm -hmm. New Japan. Mm -hmm. That they just were like, oh, there's wrestling outside of Japan. Like, come on. Like, come on. Why are we acting like new? Maybe Japanese fans don't go out of their way all the time to watch mm-hmm. wrestling outside of their country, but the idea, uh, yeah, that they are just completely blind to Hangman Page being an AEW World Champion or main eventing all these shows against oh oh I don't know one of the most popular Amer uh, not American but international wrestlers in. Japan's history, Kenny Omega, you know, he mm-hmm. Hangman Page beat him for that title. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's very blind of the fans here in the States to think that. Oh, like, so that's where all the casual fans are. They're all in Japan, is what you're saying. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. That's that was a good one. That's a good one. I, Thank you. I applaud you for that. Yeah. They're all they're all in Japan. They only watch they only watch New Japan stuff. They don't know watch yeah. they don't watch yeah. any they don't keep they don't keep tabs of any other wrestling. Yeah, I think that's just ridiculous. Like what? Do they are we are you acting like they don't have the same technology we do? Dynamite's been on like Rampage and Dynamite have been on like uh, New Japan World constant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and guess who was champion when that got on there? Hangman Page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that bothered me this week too. Yeah, it's like I get it. You know, he was a mid card leaving there, but like that was three, four years ago at this point. And you can yeah. you can go on New Japan World as a Japanese wrestling fan of New Japan and watch 
AEW matches and see Rampage and, and you know see Adam Page holding a title. You know, also probably subscribe to it on Fight. I'm sure. I'm sure that yeah. just wasn't of like ah, it just bothered me. I don't think Heyman Page should win the title. No, I just, I just wanted to point that out. I was just like, why are we acting like this is the worst thing ever? Yeah, and I saw someone say like, oh, Dave Meltzer hates Jay White. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa, whoa, when did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. People are just, the internet's dumb. Uh, but yeah, no, that one, I've, I'm fully expecting Jay White just to retain. I think it's just a story push sort of sort of match that we'll get. You know, maybe eventually we'll get. You would think so, but I don't know. Fatal Four is weird. That's true. New Japan's been weird with their titles, man. I don't know. They, they flip flop those things all of a sudden, like it's, well, the U.S. title, which. Yeah, that's, that's different. The, the world title is different. The belt. Can they just give him the belt, please? Well, no, the world title isn't different. Well, you remember what happened last year. Mm-hmm. It went on three people within like three months. That's true. That's true. Um, I had this thought uh, Ooh, about like uh, the show. Um, you know, do you expect New Japan talent to be on any other AEW shows following this event. Like like D- Dynamite Rampage, All Out, Full Gear. Do you expect to see any other New Japan talent to be on those shows? Uh, uh, with injuries now? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Possibly. Um, I think it's. I think they're in an interesting situation where I guess Ring of Honor as well. The relation, yes, I could definitely see Ring of Honor, which I believe they have an announcement coming probably tomorrow. Uh, yeah, or they, tonight I'm guessing. Yeah, the pay per view is coming up soon. Yeah, um, they spilled to that randomly, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dynamite. Um, I think they have to. I think if. If you want this relationship to feel more than just one special show, you should. If you can, I know you can't always, but you should filter in yeah. a New Japan talent, and you should filter an AEW talent in New Japan. They're about to have Lance Archer for the next couple months, so like, yep, that's cool. And you, they, by the sounds of it, they were going to have more, yep. but injuries again hit. So, I think I think it's fair to say that could be happening. Obviously, with the G One coming, changes things, but. Those located in LA Dojo, like Ren Narita, mm-hmm. you know, guys like that. Um, and then the junior heavyweights, they can come in. They can come in at any time. Yeah. Kushida, Hiromu, mm-hmm. Ishimori, like you can toss them in at any time. I think that would be good. I think Hiromu is going to have a match in AEW within the next couple months because he's missing the one tonight. I agree. I can see. Tony Khan wanting to bring in like Ishii. He already brought in Ishii before, but bringing like Hiromu, bringing people that won't be all on the show because they can't yeah. make it and being like, hey, you know, sorry, you know, you made, you made those pants. You got to bring them in now. Uh, you know, bring, bring in Hiromu and just be like, hey, He's you know. to the U.S. soon anyways. Yeah, and then do, you know, do some sort of tag or singles match or whatever. And, you know, there's also, you know, we know for a fact that, you know, I believe that uh, if Tanahashi wins the interim title, then that means probably well, that guarantees your thought. <laughs> the guarantees my thought is that you know that could be the main event for like all out is Punk versus Tanahashi. You know, yeah. so or, or uh, the other one, whatever the other full gear, full gear, full gear yes, um, yeah. I mean, it's happened way before this show, way before the build, whatever to this yeah. show. So I feel I was just thinking, I I just thought about that because I feel like there is. 
just people are forgetting that that the it's a relationship, not just a one-off show. I said this before, and I'll say it again. I said this on Twitter. I think Will Ospreay is not going away from AEW. He's no. going to go with the G1, obviously, but yeah. I think that guy is going to be on AEW television a lot. Oh, yeah. Totally think that. I totally think that. I think, and I think, you know, I was just about to say, it's like, actually, there's going to be the G1. I don't know if they're going to be doing any tag matches like they typically do, but hey, some juniors might be available. Yeah. Let's bring think, in some juniors. I think Hiromu definitely is a pot. You know, it feels it feels likely. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that aren't in the G1 just overall that they yeah. can bring in at any time. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting, but I think you definitely have to have all these guys featured. Yeah. Just even it doesn't have to be every week, but just, you know, bring them in once in a while. It works. And by the way, I just want to say this before we continue. Go all in with Andrade. This dude is, this dude found it. I just want to say that. You remember, you remember last year when we were like, yeah, you know, he's okay. He, uh, he's we, bigger. But, but we also kept talking about he had to get that WWE stink off. It's just taking him oh, longer than usual. Off. Yeah. He got up. But now let's have him win. Let's have him win more. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's important because he's a star and you have a certain someone with him now and they look like stars together mm-hmm. and we might be getting Death Triangle versus, I won't say it, I won't say him, I won't say him, Dragon Lee, Rouge, and, and Dry. Yeah, it. I, I feel like a lot of people feel like Naito's the third man. I'm like, oh, people are yeah, forgetting about like, Dragon I Lee. Like, I don't want Naito. Give me Dragon Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Way easier to have Dragon Lee in that faction anyways. Yeah, that dude's just chilling. He's I feel waiting. Like, he's waiting. <laughs> I feel like politically, you can't even have Naito in that faction. No, probably not. So, like, let's great, let's, great logo though. Great, great T-shirt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's bring in Dragon Lee and Drillistico. Ooh, ooh, four person, which means Death Triangle needs to become a four four man group. Death Triangle, with four people. Caliber, baby. <laughs> um, Death squared. Death squared. Uh, and finally. Stardom. Oh, no, not finally. We got to talk about it. Stardom. Fight in the top happened this morning. Scotty, you watched it. Did you watch the whole event, I imagine? Mm-hmm. First three matches were done within the first hour. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Do you want There was a 20-minute video for Nazi Poi versus Ted Nakano because they were putting up the cage. Oh, that makes sense. 20 minutes there's a lot to lot to unfold they just showed another match basically they should have just showed another match they pretty much showed that match that they had last year yeah um well uh what do you want to do do you want to talk about the main event first or do you want to go through the whole card top uh, we talk line? about the last three matches last three matches okay we'll don't, start off don't need to touch the other three let's start off with the artist of stardom title three-way elimination match it was momo watanabe saka saki uh, kashima and starlight kid defending their titles against julia micah and my may suruka may sakurai jesus christ i can't read uh, that'd be crazy and uh ami saray marai and shuri i can't speak today uh but scotty can you speak on this match bold that you're the person that can't speak today i'm pretty sure you might have a full night of sleep unlike certain people mm-hmm. um okay so this match was awesome um it was better than expected which i mean i say that because the over the top rope stuff like elimination wise that can 
that could throw you off, but they pretty much wrestled without eliminations for 15 straight minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they just did them in like the next five. And it was fun that way. Cause it was like just instant high pace. Uh, lots of cool spots here. You saw a- ALK team up for their finisher, which was awesome. You saw Momo kick the shit out of some people. You saw Shuri do that. Um, Oh my god! You saw everyone try to get rid of Saki Kashima. That was like the goal of the entire match. Yeah, because she pins everyone, and in the end, she pinned the last two people to win. Because <laughs> she is a G. Uh, she never lose these titles. She's so much more interesting when she has this title. Um, so they successfully defended. This match was great. The artists of Stardom title belts are on an absolute run mm-hmm. in terms of just great match after great match after great match. This was another one. Um, we have what looks like to be their next challengers coming soon, but I'll get to that later. Uh, but it's a really, really good match. Um, this is really where the show you know, sparked up. Yeah. Uh, well, that's great to hear. Uh, I, I love to hear that. Uh... Momo, I, I like how they are not. Re- I mean, they're giving Kashima a push, and I thought it would just be sort of a a push for the five star sort of thing, but it really is like they're pushing her as like she's a legit threat because all these people understand that oh she can pin you, um, yeah. like that. Um, Which is exactly what she did, it's and great. and now that we know that she's going to be in the five star, it's it's even more like we're oh she's a threat. Uh, yeah. Not going to play a little spoiler. Mm-hmm. Best spoil. I think she's the best spoiler for tournaments there are. So mm-hmm. I think she's just so good at it because of because uh, she doesn't use like the like I think Yano's gotten old with his, but she's just like she'll get her ass kicked and then bam, you lose. Yeah, it's just it's just one move that's just like yeah. oh that's it. Uh, so that's great to hear. Uh, so we got the twenty minute video and then we got the steel cage match, the first of two. Uh, so this was the first singles Joshi cage match ever right no not ever not ever in a while there was a, there was a lot of, yeah in a while in a while like for sure over, over a decade i think yeah um at least singles wise yeah um okay this is tam nakano tam nakano defeated natsupoi in 25 minutes and five seconds many thoughts on this um a lot of people were willing to call this a classic a lot of people were you know, they're ready to call these a bunch of things. And that's fine. Like, that's great. Um, Tam Nakano wrestles her style. Oh, no. Her, story, her <laughs> storytelling style. Oh, no, I'm afraid. Often. No, she does this a lot. But they use the cage really well. Like, very brutal. They were dragging each other's faces across it. They were, you know, they took a backdrop driver into it, like, from the top rope. Like, Tam just dropped Natsupoi into it, and they both went crashing down. Natsupoi hit a German suplex from the top rope onto Tam. Like, they had all these great spots. They had great spots. The problem for me, and it was a great match, it was a great match, but the problem for me were the rules to this match. How They made it that you had to pin someone to be able to escape the cage. And you had a time limit or then you had to pin them again. So that, for me, hurt their flow a little bit. Mm. I think if you fix that, or if you have what you had in the main event where you just have to escape, 
you automatically have a potential top tier match, but you had to stop yourself so many times because I think Tam got pinned twice and Natsupoi got pinned four times. Like, yeah, this is the company that doesn't get anyone pinned. And now I'm watching these people get pinned seven different times. It ruined the flow a little bit. I thought it was a great match. I don't think it was a classic. I preferred their title match from last year, and some people do, some people don't. Mm-hmm. It was a great match. They used the cage to the best of their ability. Um, they made it very brutal, but but it could have flowed so much better if you didn't have all those pins. It was badass that Tam won by hitting the violet screwdriver, which just, you know, she drops and that's play on her head, pins her, and then pretty much walks out. But again, too many pinfalls, and then you have to like, and then and then you have to expect the person on the ground to not just get up and try to save the match because the other person's about to walk out. Too messy, too messy, too messy. So next time they do this, whatever mm-hmm. that may be, singles wise, I think you just keep it pinfall or escape. Makes it a better match, gives them more freedom to do what they want to do. That was just that was my only that was my main complaint because it ruined the flow for me. Um, still a great match. Just it, it would have been greater if they didn't have that weird rule because they they mm. put they put themselves through hell and they're gonna have another match on Tuesday at Cork and Hall mm-hmm. in the main event and I expect that to probably be better because mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about the re- the randomness of that. So that's probably fair. I mean, because it's you know it's not just uh, that they have to do the pinfalls; it's also this is uh, Joshi. And the pinfalls counts for the referees are longer typically than, you know, let's say like American wrestling, right? Yeah, and then so and it, then you have to escape. You have you have a longer you have a longer count that's a pin, a three count pin that's not always a pinfall because sometimes they kick out, I imagine. And then on top of that, then you have to escape. Now, are we talking escape the cage through a door or over the top? Over the top. All right. So now you have to pin somebody that's gonna take realistically five seconds. Uh, and then you have to then get up and start climbing the cage, and that's just going to eat up more time. I completely agree. I, that's something that would, I think, ruin the flow because, you know, when, as wrestling fans, we're trained to see a pinfall as the end of a match, and so it's immediately going to take you out. Yeah. Uh, but the match not going to be over. Um, yeah, they, they put yeah. on a hell of an effort. I will give them all the credit. They would have had the match of the night if they didn't have all those yeah. hurdles of, oh, you got pinned, but now you have to go save the match because this person's walking out. It was just like, man, it's a, it's a, in, in Hollywood writing terms, uh hat on a hat is what that is. Mm. It's just Still worth watching though. I yeah. will say that because they, they beat the, sh- they beat the shit out. Of each other. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if that whatsoever uh, is Tam Nakano. It is Nets. Well, really is Nat Tam Nakano. Um, I think they were doing everything in their power to make each other bleed and it just wasn't happening. Ugh. So their faces were just all bubbled up by the end. And I was like, I feel so bad. Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh geez. <laughs> um, you know, but that, that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, but even then making a, having a great match, if the concept within it, uh, is kind of foolish then it it detracts right. it's a hat on a hat sort of thing hat on a hat uh main event again a steel cage match but this time a six-man steel cage match it was hazuki kagama and mayu iwatani defeating the team of azume sayakamitani and U- uh, utami hayashishida 
this this match had everything I could have asked for in terms of. Can you do this in your Stefano voice real quick? My what? Uh, your Stefan voice from SNL. This oh, match no, had everything. Oh, I don't have the voice. I'm oh, sorry. Damn, disappointing. Sorry, Stefan's great though. Um, so this match did have everything. So it starts just entrances alone, right? And they're going to like close ups of Queen's Quest. They go to Azumi. She couldn't be happier that she's about to be in a cage match. Could not be happier. She's a big Dragon Gate fan. So obviously she could not wait to step in there. So I was like, she smiled. She was like, okay, here we go. And Utami just looked down. She was like, shit, here we go. Like you could tell that certain people were like, I don't really want to step in this cage. Then Stars comes out. Hazuki, Koguma, they're you know they're happy as could be. Hazuki has this big smile on her face. Koguma's pretty beast out. Notice I only said two people because someone else didn't walk out. Ryan, Mayu hid in the back. <laughs> she was like, I don't, I don't want to do it. She just was so sad going to the ring. She's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. She was terrified, honestly, when she got in there, but it worked. It was perfect comedy. To work into the match mm-hmm. she was actually the first one to escape so everyone everyone had a chance to escape you had ev- everyone on one team need to get out to win yeah no pinfalls nothing just get out just get out of the ring so that's what happened mayu did great while she was in there but she was the first one out and saya kamatani was the second one out because and saya is afraid of heights which is crazy because she does a phoenix splash she's <laughs> afraid of heights so her like getting down she just was like shaking on her way down i was like jesus christ this is terrifying but it was still a great match because you had the rest of it mm-hmm. um you know tommy gets out um <laughs> then it's down to hazuki Koguma and Azumi. Hazuki hits a diving crossbody from the top of this cage. So wait, gets up. Hazuki was the first person to do a diving yes. move. Wow, wow. Yes. She gets up, then just gets out. Nice. <laughs> she, that's how you do like, it. All right. I do my job. See ya. Actually, no, I think Tommy was still in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She crossbodied both of them and then she got out. Then Utami and and then Tommy got out. Then it was down to Koguma and Azumi. The reason we were in here to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're doing high speed in the match. They have this comedic thing where they're both sitting on top of the cage. Right? Mm-hmm. One's on one side, one's on the other. And they're doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot to see who should move closer. Just because. Because they're on top of a cage. And we're like, all right, well, we got it. And they were clearly the two most comfortable with it. Besides Suzuki, he was also very comfortable with it. Yeah. So they were just vibing them. And they moved into each other. They started slapping each other in the face. They were like, all right, let's get down. Azumi hits a diving foot stop from the top of the cage onto Koguma. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It was one of the craziest jumps I've ever seen. Perfectly lands on her because otherwise she's probably breaking her ankle. Yeah. Um, Koguma was just like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, in the end, so then they go back up top. Azumi gets tossed down. Koguma turns to her and looks like she's going to do her diving splash from the top. Mm-hmm. And then Koguma's like, I'm just going to get out of here. She turns around 
and does a diving splash to the big herd of people outside the ring to win. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking great. That's awesome. Uh, that's so what we got f- three dives from the top of the cage. We got a lot of decent, solid comedy because people should be afraid. Um, we got some really good wrestling, as you expect, between these six. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. It was my match of the night. There was no problems there. Mm-hmm. They had all the dives you could ask for. They had three of them within like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And each of them were like great in their own sense because you had a great cross body. And you had the terrifying Izumi one that I will never mm-hmm. forget now because, ow, ankles, yeah. come on, what are you doing? And then the, <laughs> the Kogamo one, she's like, oh, see ya. Yeah, a good a good <laughs> ramp up in dives. Yeah, it's just like it's just like what I always think about when I would watch like WWE ones, and there's like, oh, you can just jump outside instead of turning around jumping in. Mm-hmm. And Kogamo was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. This is this big group of people. See ya. So mm-hmm. that was great. And then after the match, they said they want to chase the artists of stardom titles. So pretty good trio to go after those. And Starlight Kid said you have to win the Captain's Fall match on Tuesday. So she said, fuck your cage match. You didn't do enough. <laughs> you got to win another match. So very heel of Starlight Kid. But great match. Great main event. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely worth watching for everyone. I think you should watch all three of the last snatches. The yeah. First three. Oh yeah. I'll probably watch the whole show when I get the chance. Uh, watch the first three. Actually, Mina had good work against the makeup, but yeah, I saw you. I saw you loving my girl Mia Shirakawa. Well, um, yeah, because I've been very down on her, and I even said, I even said she should be released at one point. So. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been I've been on that Mina train. I'm like, yeah, I think she's, I was get well because. She got hurt last year, and then mm-hmm. she did the stupid fucking Joker thing, and then that she was just weird. like forgot how to she forgot how to wrestle for like months. But this was the first time she looked like she did in the five star. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, this is what we want. So more of that because we're going into the five star. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I'm glad that was a good show. Definitely go check it out when oh. you get a chance. They also announced a pay per view in the middle of the five star. That nope. isn't a five star event. All right. So there I think will I be saw a, this on Twitter. Yeah. So there will be a show of title matches in the middle mm-hmm. of their big tournament because why not? Um, so keep an eye out for that because next uh, in July they have New Blood 3. Yep. Midsummer Champions. Yep. Start, Stardom in Showcase Volume 1, which no one knows what that means yet. Yep. Midsummer champions in Nagoya, of course, and then two live five star specials to start off the tournament. Sounds like <sighs> a sounds like a pretty major promotion to me. Throwing on all yeah. these events, yeah, they're not uh, they're not not fooling major. around. They're not fooling around over here. They're a little major, a little major, a little, major. A little minor major. Little minor major. Uh, all right. Well, uh, and then that was the today on Saturday. We have our last topic here. Uh, Saturday for WWE World Ooh, Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, very nice. Uh, in the MGM Grand Garden Arena again. This got moved from Texas to Vegas on Fight Weekend. Stadium. Allegiant Stadium to Texas MGM Grand Garden Arena, Paradise, Nevada. Uh, we have Money in the Bank this Saturday for WWE on Peacock. 
Um, we got uh, the majority of the card announced so far. Uh, as of this recording, they still have uh, three more people announced for the ladder matches. Uh, but we have the majority of the card already with the title matches included. So, Scotty, would you like to go with this? Go through this card with me today. Oh, I can't wait. It's out. I don't know when the hell we're going to review it yet because we obviously haven't figured that out. But we'll, we'll review it next Sunday, right? Well, uh, uh, for you Sunday night, yeah. Oh, do you have to? Do you have to work? I have to work. So you're saying that next Sunday? It's gonna be Ring Post Radio Nights. Ring Post Radio Nights. Yes, Ryan's favorite. It's been a while, and then the next day is the Fourth of July, and I also have to work, but I will be remote for that. So beautiful. That's cool. Okay, well, we'll be talking about the review of that, but right now, let's preview this show. Uh, first up, we have a unification match. I don't know if they've actually been advertising as a unification match, but here it's listed as a WWE Raw Tag Team Title and WWE SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. Well, no, not a unification match because the Usos already have the titles. It's the Usos against the Street Profits. Oh. <laughs> That's it. It's the Usos versus oh. the Street Profits. Cool. I mean, the Usos are going to win. Not really. Not, you don't see. You don't seem that like, that excited for the Usos versus the Street Profits. I mean, I probably saw it before. <laughs> I mean, I, I would imagine we I, definitely I, saw it before. I hope Montez Ford turns on Angela Dawkins or something because they could use a new star. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, they could use somebody. Uh, SmackDown Women's Title Match: Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. They're going to war. Ronda's had enough of Natalia making fun of her uh, looks, and they, they're making each other making fun of each other's looks uh, and plastic surgeries or whatever the heck is happening. So now uh, Ronda's having a first. I believe this is her first title defense against the boat, Natalia. I don't think it's her first title defense, by the way. I have no idea. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, that's great. Uh, it actually, no. Uh, no, she defended against Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, of, course, of course. Um, okay. Where, where do I collect thoughts here? Um, it won't be bad. Mm-hmm. Probably. I mean, <laughs> if you want to name like the most vanilla wrestler, in WWE all these years later, it's probably Natalia. Yeah. She won't give you a bad match, but she's not gonna give you like a great match either. But with Rhonda, they've worked before. Yep. Obviously they trained together. It'll be fine. Should be good. Should be good. Yeah, you know? Sure. Better than the build. You know, that's the thing, is that sometimes people want builds, but uh sometimes the builds are ass. You know? <laughs> uh Anyways, Ronda, Ronda will retain. Uh, Raw. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Raw women's title match. Bianca Belair versus Carmella. That's right. With Rhea Ripley not medically cleared to compete at WWE Money in the Bank, the toughest will take on the wickedest as Bianca Belair to defend her Raw Women's Championship against Carmella. They did this exact same thing last year when Bailey got hurt. Exact same thing. Yeah, just put Bailey got hurt and they plug Carmella right into the match. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. 
<laughs> like this is, listen, listen, listen. This pay-per-view sells itself on two matches. Mm-hmm. Money in the Bank 1 and Money in the Bank 2. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they sprinkle in a good match or two. Or, you know, you get CM Punk versus John Cena. That doesn't happen much. It doesn't happen. Doesn't much. happen often you anymore. One, you get it that one time. Um, but this sucks. This is not fun. Bianca Belair is great, but I have I couldn't have less interest in watching Carmella in twenty twenty two. Next up on the card is actually Bianca wins. By the way, yeah, one hundred percent. I think this is actually a, a legit Her versus Ripley was like an exciting match for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, now now you, got, now you got Carmella, so that's wicked. Wicked. It's the it's the most exciting ist. Oh, I see what you did there, <laughs> Ryan Est. <laughs> Uh, this one, I think, is a little bit of what you talked about in terms of a sprinkle of an interesting match. Uh, WWE United States title match, Theory versus Bobby Lashley. The almighty is coming for Theory's United States Championship at WWE Money in the Bank. Theory may be self-centered and selfie-obsessed, and believe us, he is that. But Mr. Eggman's hand-picked protege... I'm reading a review. <laughs> no, this is from WWE's press release. But, but Mr. Eggman's hand-picked protege is all business from bell to bell. He possesses they still a call Mr. McMahon's hand-picked protege? He possesses a full arsenal and a win-at-any-cost attitude that has proved very effective since he captured the U.S. title. Is that it? Oh, there's like three more paragraphs, but I don't know if I... Oh. I'm angering Bobby Lashley. No, 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 no. Wait, let me... I no. gotta... Hold on. Let me read this one. When Lashley beat him in the first ever Theory Invitational pose down, the nefarious title holder blinded his adversary by squirting lotion in his eyes and knocked him out of the ring with a drop kick. God. Give me help. Okay. Um... So, will, will I, Theory versus Bobby, will Theory retain? Maybe he'll use lotion to help him? Or will Bobby Lashley, uh, which is, I think, probably a good idea, put it on a big star, put a, put a title on a big star when no one else is here? Uh, well, do they idea. want, are they doing Theory versus Cena? That's also true. They've been teasing a lot of Theory versus Cena. But I guess if we, they're doing that, it just, it does feel like Theory would probably lose the title. Yeah, that would be a that would be a smart idea unless they want Cena to win the title. But that, that well, I mean, I would sign up for Cena winning the title. Don't you? Don't get me twisted here. If John Cena wants to walk back in here and win a title, give it to him. But that's not happening. Uh sure. I mean, this match could be pretty good. I, I will say that. I definitely don't need to. I uh, Lashley wins. I don't. I don't know. You just told me they they're using lotion, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. You can do whatever you want. Like, hey, 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 it's fine. But what are we? What? 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 For the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, it's happening uh, this Saturday as well. Matches a train wreck. The competition is heating up for the explosive. Please stop reading the the presser. As eight elite female superstars will fight through the chaos. It says eight, but we only have six here so far. 
Uh, and the men's one isn't filled either. So yeah, it says eight, and for some reason, Cage Match thinks it's seven, but this says eight. Uh, elite female superstars will fight through the chaos in a career-altering showdown in the hopes of climbing the ladder and seizing the prize Money in the Bank briefcase, which guarantees the winner a world championship opportunity whenever and wherever they want. So far, the women announced for this women's Money in the Bank. There's only six so far, so we'll get two more on Monday in SmackDown, I imagine. We have Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Raquel Rodriguez, Lacey Evans, Asuka, and Shotzi, with two more to be announced upcoming. Oh, it's going to be a train wreck. Oh, it's going to be bad. Um, Lacey Evans, probably. To win, to the win the women's money mm-hmm. in the bank. So Sounds like a them, them type of thing to do. Or Raquel Rodriguez. I don't know how high they are. I'm gonna go with Lacey Evans. I they, I they really like Lacey Evans, and I think that her winning this someone would, has to. <laughs> they're really high on Lacey Evans, and I think her winning the Money in the Bank briefcase would be a good way to like reinvigorate her and like reimportanize her. That's a phrase. Mm-hmm. Reimportanize. That's a that's a Ryanism right there. Um. I don't think they'll do it to Liv Morgan. I don't think they'll give it to Alexa Bliss. I don't think they'll give, they could give it to Raquel. Buddy, I think Oscar's Oscar's a solid choice. Ash last year. They can give it to anyone. I saw I saw a stat. I think that yeah, said one person has held it past one day. <laughs> it's Carmella, one. the first one, because they don't know what they're doing with it. And so want to get rid of it. I guess really the idea here, Scotty, is who could win the briefcase here and cash <laughs> in on Bianca tomorrow. Belair? <laughs> Who can cash in on Bianca Belair either today or tomorrow or, you know, Saturday or Monday, which would I be two days. Like that would be two days right there. I would like if they gave it to Lacey Evans and then she tried to cash in on Ronda and just lost. Oh yeah. I guess they could cash it on a Ronda too. Lacey Evans that. got moved from SmackDown to raw back to SmackDown. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing they want to keep her there. Yeah. It could, I, I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> I, could, I could see also them, you know, putting the type, putting the briefcase on Oscar and her cashing in and beating Bianca Belair. I could see that. Yeah. If I had my pick, I would have had Liv Morgan win it last year. So mm-hmm. now I don't care. I think if if they want to do a long term build with a briefcase holder, Becky's going to be in this. She has to be. In this. Oh yeah, she is not currently announced for uh, this. Sure. At all. Not, not, not on the show. She could win. She goes. She's Becky. I think she might challenge for the twenty four seven title. Actually. Okay. They need to start turning her baby face. By the way, they're running yeah. out of time. I was going to say that uh, Liv Morgan would be a good babyface to have the briefcase on for a long time, but they don't like having babyfaces really having the briefcase, typically. To be fair, it's almost always bad when they do. Yeah. Maybe Shotzi. That could be fun. The fun, wild, fun dark horse. They're going to give it to Lacey Evans. And by the way, I, was gonna, I just thought of this. I think Tiffany Stratton's just the better version of Lacey Evans. Like, in terms of the blonde girl that they like like she's our i think tiffany stratton who's wrestled maybe a year is already better than Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. from the one match that i've seen tiffany stratton have, <laughs> we 
which was against Roxy. It was really good. So maybe 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 there's a reason there that it was decent. But I just wanted to put that out. Lacey Evans as well. Finally, this Saturday is the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. This match looks juicy. The competition is heating up for the explosive 2022 men's Money in the Bank ladder match as eight of the best male competitors in WWE will fight tooth and nail in a career-altering showdown in the hopes of climbing the ladder and seizing the prize Money in the Bank briefcase, which guarantees a future undisputed WWE Universal title match. That's right. They copied and pasted the first paragraph on each Money in the Bank <laughs> presser and changed... Some of it. I appreciate that. <laughs> so again, we're going to have eight people here. They've only had five announced so far, so they got to announce a lot more in the upcoming days. But so far, uh, we have announced uh, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, uh, Sheamus, Sami Zayn, and Omos. Who, uh, oh, I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you before we talk about this stupid fucking match. Uh, actually, no, this will probably be good, except it has almost in it, so temporary. I hope he gets the Big Show ladder again, where it's like a ginormous ladder. Love that thing. Love that thing. Uh, I forgot to tell you, Saya Ida did the Yuji Nagata thing. The chops? No. Oh, the, the, uh, the eye roll? The arm bar and eye roll. Yeah, she baby. Won, she, Not only did she do it, she won with it, and then the, the referee was like, hey, hey, and she was like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she's fully going Yuji Nagata. Sai um, Saida confirmed big uh, big all Japan fan. She got taught it by Yuji Nagata. So that's why she's doing it. Yeah. Um okay. So men's money in the bank. We got Seth freaking Rollins. Don't forget it. <laughs> My apologies, sir. Don't forget it. Don't you ever forget it. We got Seamus. <laughs> yep. He's good. I enjoy Seamus. Mm-hmm. We got Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is good, but he's not winning. Um, he has. He already has his title match. But let's, let's just act like he has. Um, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, who I'm really excited about it, is because if you wanted a baby face, I'm just saying, maybe for the first time in what feels like to be a long time, you could turn him. Um, and then you got Omos, who's you know bad, but whatever, whatever. He could probably do something stupid that works enough. And then you wait, you gotta fill what, three other spots? Three other slots. Alright, so you gotta get you gotta get Ezekiel in there, you gotta get Elias in there. Oh, Elias and Kevin Owens. Ezekiel and Kevin Owens are good good people to put in here. That's pretty and good. And then someone from SmackDown? Yeah. Someone on SmackDown? Who's on SmackDown? Um uh, Butch! Butch. Uh, what the Oh, the Intercontinental nah, Champion, you know Gunther? They'll, just, they'll stick Ricochet on this thing. Rick, yeah, Ricochet is the kind of guy you'll put in this. They'll be like, oh, do you know who we need to do crazy shit? What about a returning, yeah. what about a returning Big E? That would be dumb. <laughs> the guy just comes back, ladder match! <laughs> well, <laughs> it is WWE, man. They tend to do yeah, this sort true. of things. Oh, so this is, this is fun. This is going to be the most fun thing we talk about here. Um, so have you ever like went on the WWE.com site of one of their shows? Don't up? click it now if you're on it. I'm on it right now. Oh. I'm on Superstar. Well, I'm on the Superstars looking at the SmackDown roster. <laughs> what about Pat oh, McAfee? Okay. okay, so I'm on the WWE.com thing, right? Mm-hmm. And they have like each show emblem, okay? Like here's the top stars for each show. Yeah. 
I will give you 10 guesses to guess the raw six. Cody. Yeah. Uh, do you mind? Can I, can I look at the raw roster? Sure. I think I'll need help. Becky Lynch. Yeah. Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Um, it's and I, all about the last two. I know I, I got th- I got three more slots left. Uh, Kevin Owens. Nope. <sighs> Sorry, man. Bold for you to think that they like him that bad. <laughs> we're gonna do a smack that one too. All right, all right. <laughs> this, um, this is how we're filling out the rest of the Randy. <laughs> Randy. Nope. Ray Mysterio. Yes. Yeah. He, I didn't think you were gonna get him. He's colorful. Okay, so you're at. You're at six guests. You have four more to get two people. I feel like they have another woman. Uh, so I'm going to guess maybe li- Liv Morgan. No. Bianca. Oh, Bianca. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you got you got two guests left for the last one. Is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. Oh, God. Um, Bobby Lashley. Nope. You got one guest left. Um. Uh, so who's who? Are the guys so far it was Cody. It was Seth. Seth Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. I'm gonna say it's someone young. So I'm gonna say Theory. No. <sighs> someone young. The rated R. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <Earth> Christ. Star. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Edge. Oh, <laughs> uh, so right. someone young. It was the other direction. It was someone old. <laughs> Let's play the game again. This All time right. for SmackDown. We need to have which music. Is even more interesting. All right, you got. You got 10 guesses, six people, go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Give me one second. And... I think I lost my voice on the Super <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. it sounds like <coughs> it. Actually, yeah. you know what? We're going to do XD too, just because I want to break you. I got, I, got, <laughs> I got game show music playing. Smackdown. Right. Smackdown. All right. So Smackdown, Big E. No. Roman. Yeah, I don't know how that wasn't your first guess, but okay. <laughs> I just saw, I just, I just saw Biggie. Um, That's two guesses. Come on first. Is I I don't Rhonda. Yes. Okay. You're not gonna get at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this is a great game. This I, is who they see as their top stars. Their I don't stars. think Sasha. Is on there anymore? <laughs> no, <laughs> think Shinsuke. <laughs> I have five guesses too. Sheamus. No. <laughs> All right, Zia Lee. No. <laughs> you got three guesses for four people. <laughs> if you get them all in a row, I'll allow it. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> so I, to win the game, to win the SmackDown portion, I have to get all four straight. Even though I have three yeah. guesses. This has been an embarrassing, embarrassing show. This is Zion. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yes, that's one of the four. Charlotte Flair. Yes, that's two. Yeah, Move baby. Me. Yeah, baby. Two more. <laughs> oh, God. The toughest I'm stressing hard. <laughs> All right, so who? Oh, my God. Can you see this Money in the Bank uh, poster? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Seth and... Uh... Yes. All right, two more. 
for all the marbles. So the people I'm thinking, these are my guesses. The people are thinking. No, 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 you can't do that. Okay, I can't do that. All right. Um, I'm going to say Ricochet. Ah! Oh, damn it. That, the other two. The other person I was going to say was maybe Sami Zayn. Yes. Ah, damn it. And Rachel Rodriguez. Rachel, <laughs> did you say Rachel Rodriguez? <laughs> I know it's Raquel, but why don't we just change your name to Oh my god, they have NXT UK on here too. I won't make well, Please that. do not ask me that. Do not right. ask me that. NXT 2.0, and then we'll call it a day and we can end the show. Who is a who is Amari Miller? Totally oh, anyway, who? sorry. I was just looking at the roster page for NXT. I was like, who the hell is Amari Miller? I haven't seen her in NXT 2.0. Alright. Uh, Braun Breaker. You get 10. Yeah. This should be easy, honestly. Cameron Grimes. Nope. (laughs) All right. Spoke too soon. Carmelo Hayes. Yes. Cora Jade. Yes. So I got three with four guesses. Yeah. Grayson Waller. No. That's five guesses. Io Shirai. No. Um, <laughs> um you got you got you got half the field left. Tiffany Stratton. No. Really? That's, interesting. That's six guesses. Santos Escobar. No. That's seven guesses. Of how many people left? Three. <laughs> I gotta get it perfect. I gotta get perfect yeah. here. You're really bad at naming certain things. What does that mean? Is there a tag oh, team on there? No. Um. Freaking Christ, dude! I'm I'm just looking at this roster and like a bunch of no names. I thought this would have been a lot easier for you. Mandy Rose. Yes. Yeah, I gotta look at the champions. You always forget the champions. You always forget the women's champion when you're guessing. You did last. You did on Raw for Bianca. You didn't name her till like the ninth guest. I know. Uh, well, I just assume they never like their champions. And then you named Zia Lee. Last time. <laughs> I I went international. I, I figured they would want some sort of international. No, they don't give a shit. God damn it. Uh, so I need. I got two guesses. Two people left. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I'm struggling. So, J- Joe Gacy? No! <laughs> you stink! Uh, Solo Sokoa. Ah, that's who I was also thinking. And Nikita Lyons. Ah, That man. was the one I knew you weren't going to get. Who's um, the, uh, what's the uh, NXT UK one? I don't want to, uh, I don't want to guess. You actually would have probably had a better shot at this one. <laughs> I'm looking it, at it right now, and that sixth person on the right, I have no idea who that is. I've never seen that person in my life. Aofi Valkyrie or something? Sure. Something like that? Sure. Uh, but for the people at home, it's Trent Seven, Tyler Bate, Dragon of uh, Satamora, and A-Kid, and Aofi, or whatever the fucker name is. Wow. Or do they have something for level up? Can you guess the cast of Miz and Mrs.? <laughs> uh, Miz? <laughs> 
It, nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. That was money in the bank. That was our money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> that was money in the bank. Uh, it was a good run. We didn't even say who I think we thought was going to win it, but I don't care if we say that. So I'm just going to. You know, we have three more people to add to this dang thing. So it could even it could be someone that not even announced yet. So who the heck knows? Who the heck cares? Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call who I think is gonna win the men's money in the bank. Go for it. Seth Rollins. Claudio. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Imagine. <laughs> Just imagine. Uh, well, that's it for everybody. That's a little bit of a short episode this week, but Scotty needs to go take a nap. Um, you're gonna double dose yeah you're gonna get a double dose so what that really mean is uh, if you're a new listener he's smoking again um he so if you're a new listener what that means is uh tonight uh after forbidden door scotty and i will do a instant reaction uh but that's not gonna be live for anybody that's going to be published on the feed tomorrow morning so uh, there will be a an instant reaction show immediately for you on Monday. If that makes sense. I used a different term for it. I didn't use instant reaction. I used a different term, but I don't know what my term was for it. Because not an instant reaction. Immediate thoughts? Maybe that's what it was. Nah, that's basically the same thing. Um, Why wouldn't it be an instant reaction? Yeah. It's us literally getting on to talk about it right when the show ends yeah but i guess it's, it comes out later but yeah it's basically it is our instant reaction comes out a day later so uh like eight hours later <laughs> yeah that's true you, you just go to bed and wake up and it'll be there um yeah. yeah so there'll be that so tonight we'll be recording that after forbidden door so i guess if you have any questions direct them over to us at count pod uh the twitter account for count network will field those questions for us um, or if you have specific questions and complaints, you can t- field them all to s- at Scott E wrestling or at Ryan Knightsey on Twitter. Uh, if you have complaints, do not come to me. I don't want to hear. How it. dare you come to him? Uh, matches of the week. Hear your complaints. Matches of the week. Scotty, what were your matches of the week? Uh, I don't know. Um, Either Hiromu and Ishimori or Andrade and Phoenix. Yeah. I'll, I can take the Andrade Phoenix one if you want to take the uh, Hiromu Ishimori one. You know what? No, I don't. I want to take the other one just so you can just so you can fish for something. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe you should have liked the new Japan match more. Well, I'm going to pick Ishii versus Kanemaru. Because I haven't seen the Connors one yet. Well, that sounds like someone's fault. It is my fault. Uh, Kanemaru Ishii, great. It, it, like, what I liked about the tournament is putting the juniors and, excuse me, heavyweights together and seeing an Ishii versus Kanemaru match. It's like, it's, I'm getting hiccups now. It's refreshing. It's nice to see that sort of matchup. Uh, it was a very good match. They had a great chemistry together. So I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, if you like the show, uh, you can subscribe to Ring Post Radio. Uh, there's a little QR code if you're watching the video version, but of course you can get the podcast audio version anywhere you get podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, anything like that. Again, it's going to be the immediate reactions to Forbidden Door is going to be audio only. So if you want to hear our thoughts on Forbidden Door, we're not going to be talking about it on this show proper. So if you want our thoughts on Forbidden Door, 
they're only going to be audio only. So make sure you subscribe to uh, uh, wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts or whatever, so that you can listen to our Forbidden Door immediate thoughts uh, when that is released. Um, beyond that, you can also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Just some kind words or mean words, as long as it's five stars. I don't care. Um, uh, about the show, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I believe that is it. Scotty, any final thoughts? No, you'll hear from me later. <laughs> it's got to take a nap. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll catch you all on the flip. See you later. Bye. This has been a Countout Podcast.